Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahirrabbilalemin. Salatu vesselamu ala seyyidil enbiyai vel mursalin. Ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ecma'in. Allahümme salli ala seyyidina Muhammed. Ve ala li seyyidina Muhammed. Kama sallayta ala İbrahim. Ve ala li İbrahim'e inneke hamidun mecid. Allahümme elhimna meraşida umurina. وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said regarding the most unique surah of the Quran Kareem every surah is unique there are some surahs which many people have an extra relationship with I had asked Qari Sahib to recite from the surah surah Al-Mulk it is known as Al-Waqiyah and as we know Waqiyah إذا Waqiyatu Al-Waqiyah that is with the Ayn, this is with the Ya, Waqiyah. Waqiyah means to save. It's a very beautiful dua Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make. He would say, Allahumma waqiyatan ka waqiyatil walid. That Allah, how the son is saved, how the daughter is saved, the child is saved. Meaning the child doesn't understand what's good and what's bad, what's harmful, what's beneficial. And sometimes when the child wants to run on the road, just because he sees on the other side of the road his friend, that's when the mother grabs. Sometimes she will even smack. That grab of the mother is called waqiyah. That she just saved you and then the car just goes zoom. But that child, he never saw the car coming because he was looking at something beyond that. So he never saw how much of harm he is going right towards. He would have smashed into pieces and what he was looking for, the thrill, he would never have reached it. So the dua was, walid. How the child is saved. Allah, will you save me like that? What a unique dua it was. And then the surah was then known as Al-Waqiyah. This surah is the one that saves you like Meaning me and you, we see a lot of things in front of us. It's a desire we want to get, but in this world we can't get it. This is a world which is called a sample. In the sample it seems so close, I'm almost there, but you'll never be there. The whole world is a lie. And there are some people who just don't get the message that it's not going to happen. So they will see so many covers. From every cover, the individual will say, I also tried, but I never got it. Everyone. In the surah just before Al-Mulk, how it ended, it was called Surah At-Tahreem. The entire crux of the surah was to speak to the woman of the world. That there are many times that a woman, the woman when she wants something, every man knows what happens then. But the end of that surah was, that there was the wife of Lut alayhi salam. There was the wife of Nuh alayhi salam. They were in the house of Nubuwa. But because they had their own mind, even their husband who was the Nabi of the time, and Nuh alayhi salam was not any Nabi, mean ulul azmi, from the mightiest of the mightiest of the Anbiya. When I mentioned this, when we were having a lesson on Surah At-Tahreem, I said, listen to this woman. We all know when we speak of Nuh alayhi salam, meaning after Adam alayhi salam, it was Nuh. From there to me and you, perhaps we're looking at about six to seven to nine thousand years. Could be more, it could be around. What do you think of that number, nine thousand? And then think of this woman who was in the house of her husband. And perhaps she wanted something which her husband couldn't give her. But the world could give her. There was some reason why she was so stubborn that in the house of Nubuwa she said, I want out of it. Allah says, what an example Allah gives. From amongst those that made kufar, Imra'at Nuh was the wife of Nuh, was the wife of Lut. كَانَتَا تَحْتَ عَبْدَيْنِ مِنْ عِبَادِنَا صَالِحِينَ 
They were under two so unique servants of ours. They were the wives. They never need to go to see the sheikh. They had the sheikh by them. They never said, how can I go for the majlis? The majlis was in their own house. Why Allah gave the example to say, sometimes when we become so relaxed, that is where the sting of the bee comes. And I, every program that I am going, when I am sitting with youngsters, to ask, how is school at the moment? It is breaking my heart that nearly in every school, I am hearing from someone that my friend, he is saying, I don't longer trust this Islam. I don't want to come for Juma anymore. He say, why? He say, I feel it's oppressive. But that boy, he never needed to go to get butt by the bee. He came and he made himself get better. What did he see in that school and university that turned him completely upset? Born in the house of Iman and Islam. How did he walk to the hive of the bee and say, bite me? And he got butter. So I want you to lure this woman and more than it's happening to men, it's happening to girls. More than the male, it happens to the female. How the surah ended speaking to the woman of the world, to the girl of the world. That remember the wife of Nuh alayhi salam 9,000 perhaps years ago. That girl 9,000, that woman from the grave, perhaps she's telling me and you the story. Her story is, I was the wife of a unique servant of Allah. Fakhanatahuma. These two women made khianat. Khianat means opposite of amanat. Amanat, you got a treasure by you and you look after it. Khianat, you got a treasure by you and you break it. He said they were treacherous to their husbands. فَلَمْ يُغْنِيَا عَنْهُمَا مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا Their husbands could not then help them in front of Allah in the least but. وَقِيلَ تُخُلَ النَّارَ مَعَ الدَّاخِلِينَ It was said to them, you see the others going into the fire. Me and you all know Nuh alayhi salam. We can picture when those floods were coming. You can picture as it was raining from the top, as the waters were coming from the bottom. The stove was opened up. A stove is fire, from there the water was coming. Everywhere water was just coming. You wanted to run to the top of the mountain, from the mountain water was coming. But when everyone was drowning, this woman was told that as they all going into the fire, you also join them. You wanted to go. I want you to hear this woman scream. She has been in the fire from the time Nuh's boat landed on the water. Perhaps it's 8,000, perhaps it's 7,000, perhaps it's 9,000, perhaps it's 15,000. Who's going to count? I want you to hear a scream that has started 7 to 8 to 9,000 years ago. And she's still screaming, screaming, screaming. And that woman is being told, scream how much you want because Qiyamah is still coming. Jahannam is still after. That woman's scream was to wake up the world. That there was something across the road she saw which made her oblivious of what's happening on the road. The next surah is surah al-mulk. Munjia, waqiyah. That surah that has come to grab you and save you. That me and you sometimes we see something in front. And we look at everyone around us who never got it. And I think but I'll get it. Our Shaykh Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Hamid Sahib Dhamman Barakatuh says years ago when television world just started. In that time the producers were little but scared. Now they're not scared. Now they show it all. But at that time when they were a little scared, they showed little, not all. So he says at that time that one screen came out, that one movie came out. So in that movie, the one man is standing on the one side of the train platform. And on the other side is beloved, she's standing, or whoever he was in love with, whether he's going to get her or not get her. And from that side now, because of him there, now she starts undressing like. 
So she starts taking out whatever she was wearing. Slowly, slowly she's undressing. And as he is looking, then all the other people in the world also looking. Isn't it? And then as she's taking out, taking out, just when she comes to that point where now it's now going to come out, then the train comes. And as the train went past, when the train pin passed, she already put on the other clothing, like whatever. So he also was, ah, but all the people also were like, ah, like couldn't the train come a little later? So he says one person went 40 times to watch that same movie. So his friend asked him, you only watch this movie. He said, one day the train will come late. <laughs> but how we laugh with him. Me and you also are thinking, one day it will work. They're all in the grave saying it never worked. All of them. I went looking for her, I went in the grave. I thought I will get it, I'm also in the grave. I was just going to grab it, I also went in the grave. Every one of them in the grave said, I thought. But me, I'm still going back to the same scene. Maybe I'll be the one. The surah al-waqiyah for the ya is to say, Allah, will you pull me back like you pull the child back? Munjiyah. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a surah in the Quran, 30 verses. My desire, it can be in the heart of the believer. Heart of the believer, one could mean hifzan, you memorize the surah. Heart of the believer could be that the crux of the surah can that settle in our heart. In this 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour, I cannot make you memorize 30 verses. But my hope is I can put one message of the surah in your heart and in my heart. Allah's Nabi said it will be the surah that when it will stand up to intercede in front of Allah, even the one who is burning in the fire, it will pull him out also. Me and you, we don't want to go in the fire to burn. When it will pull him out, it will mean before that it will save many others. What is the crux of the surah that I can put in my heart? So the crux will be in this, that the beginning there will be certain verses which I'm sure you already know. And I will tell you the meaning and I want you to record this. And every now and then it must replay this verse. Whenever the problem comes, this verse must be my answer. So there will be about three or four verses that we will repeat. This is the crux of the surah. In the surah Allah Tabarukullah will at the beginning explain that there's going to be exams in this world. This is the world of imtihan, exam, this is not the world of reward. It is because people in this world are looking for reward. That is why sometimes that child in school says, I want my freedom. The surah will say, you're going to get your freedom. But don't run so fast for that freedom that you're not seeing the car coming. Because when that car smashes you to butts, you're not going to get what you're looking for. So the world in the school and in the university, when they're saying fight for your rights, they are also teaching that Islam is preventing you from your rights. That lie that Islam never prevented, he just said don't run so fast for it. That you get smashed so badly, you never reach it. What will be the condition of that boy who ran for that sweet? And then the car banged him. And now he's paralyzed for life. And the father says to him, but why did you run when I told you I got it at home? That's what Allah said to me and you. That you want that pleasure, you want that passion, you want that fulfillment of your desire. It's all there already. I just need you, don't run. Why must you get smashed by the devil now and you can never get it? How that mother pulls that child. He says, hold on. The surah is going to say to me, hold on. You don't need to run, it's going to come. The beginning of the surah. Where that person, the child says, I want that. And the youngster, the girl, the boy, the old uncle, the girl, the boy, we still have to tell him that you think you're going to get her. 
The old uncle we say, you know you can't get her. But both of them still say, ha, The old uncle we say, she's already there. The young one we say, there's better there. Better. But man, for some reason, my one friend, he fell in love with this girl. Allah saved him. They understood that we can't do this. So finally he said, that I've made like, Resolve that I will stay away from her so that Allah will give me her in Jannah. What a nice thing. But then the problem was she's married. <laughs> so how he's going to get her? So he asked me now, now what's the problem? So I said there's one of two ways. One way is that the day her husband dies, then on that day you marry her. But by that time she'll be so old and bent, you're really going to go there. And then when she passes away, she will have a choice between the two husbands who she wants. So you wait for that day. <laughs> so it carried on for a while, but I liked how he ended it off. In the ending, I said to him that, you know what? Allah will give you something much better. Much better. So he says that, but I want her. So I said, Allah will give you someone exactly like her. You won't even know the difference. So then he said, can't it happen that Allah gives the husband someone like her? He don't know. I I get her. So much like, I only want her. Only her. Only. By Allah, what there is by Allah. What there is by Allah. But when your mind is, I only want that one sweet, it's like the child said, anything else. There's Lord coming. mulk Was to say, full of barakah is that zat who's in control of it all. Full of barakah means it's all happening there by Allah. There's Lord happening there. Beyond imagination happening there. What has been described in Quran, what has been described in the Sunnah, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Allah kept in Jannah what no eye has ever seen. When me and you hear that, we think of a pretty whore. That my eye never saw her. Then he said, no ear has ever heard about. We heard about the whore. He said, no heart has ever thought about. We thinking lot about the whore. He said, forget what has been already mentioned to you. I'm not talking of that. Meaning what we thinking, this is Jannah. That's only the beginning. After that is things that the mind has never ever thought about. Full of barakah is the zat of Allah. What our mind, the heights, heights, heights of the prettiest, prettiest, prettiest woman of Jannah. Allah's Nabi said, I'm not even talking about that. It starts after that. And what an opposite Allah gave. And remember, if Allah wants to take to task, then He got that power which He can do anything. That when the enjoyments are on a level which we can never imagine, then the punishments are also so terrible. Who wants to go into that world? Just wait that few minutes, may Allah make that He grabs me, He grabs all of us. Let the devil not say to us, run. Because whoever ran on that road, that truck came and smashed them into pieces. No one made it to where the devil was calling. No one made it. But where Allah calls, يَعِدُهُمْ وَيُمَنِّيهِمْ He says, how the devil is giving them hopes. Come here, come here. How he's making promises. وَمَا يَعِدُهُمُ الشَّيْطَانُ إِلَّا غُرُورَ He's a liar. He makes you look at him. He's not letting you see what's happening. When the devil said, I will order men and I will make them change how Allah made them. We're entering into that day today and what a scary day it is. Where a child in a madrasa will say, that, but what is wrong with a boy wanting another boy? And a girl will say, but why? And you might wonder, where did it come from? But if you have to just go through what words come in the syllabus, 
The other day a thought came in my mind. Someone did ask. For years I thought about it. I never by Allah's father studied Shakespeare. And I never studied the readers which are being taught. In our time I never reached. But the thought went to me to read through what is in the Shakespeare. What's in the other readers around. I never had got there. I just sat with one friend. He's in matrix, so he was telling me what filth comes in our readers. The one, two sentences that he showed me, for me itself, this is kufr. One, two sentences. How that person wrote, he wrote about woman. And he said, what is marriage? It is a concentration camp, only it's comfortable. What a word, comfortable means good. Concentration camp means that they brought you into this house and they captured you. You don't need to be in a concentration camp. You must be free in the world. What happens to that girl's mind when she's reading marriage is a concentration camp? But she's being taught it. Perhaps they're going so fast through it that she doesn't register. And that's the worst. When the poison is given and you never knew it's poison, you never get time to take it out of your mind. She enters into marriage and she starts looking around. And she says, I want my freedom. Ask that girl who's not getting married, why? She says, I don't want to be tied down. Where did she get that word? Somewhere along the line it came. mulk. Full of barakah is that Allah. It's all happening there. The verse I want you to memorize is this. One is tabarakalladhi. It's all happening there. Full of blessings is not Allah. There's no need to run for the devils. By Allah, it's all. And the second verse is this. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْغَفُورِ This first part, look at the translation and I want you to think of this meaning. In this verse, Allah has explained to me and you the hardest of our exams we're going to see. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتِ that Allah who created something called death. Many of us perhaps read this translation. And when we read it, we understood Allah created death. That second part. He created death so that He can take your exam. I want you to think about how am I being tested with death. When I die, there's no exam. I'm already gone. Death was created as my exam. Whose death? The death of everyone around me. One of the hardest exams for a slave is when you see something beloved of yours pulled away. Ask that child whose father says to him, give me that, forget the child. Hardest thing in madrasa. When we tell a student, I love you so much, but that phone I need to confiscate. The child looks at us in the eye like you're killing me. Like My phone. The way he looks at us, like we have to tell him, you know, I don't want to take it also. But, you know, it's the order of the madrasa. I need that phone. Say, want to make a plan. That phone is his life. When you take that phone away from that child, you try and take it away from your son or daughter. And you will see how they will look at you. And say, Daddy, I really thought you loved me. When Allah takes away the beloved of someone, this is called death. The biggest imtihan of mankind comes. When that woman, the devil says to her, Why did he do it? Well, there's not anybody else to pass away. You just got married and he took away. You just got a child, you waited 10 years and he took away the child. He shouldn't have given you the child. We don't know what the devil blows in the minds of people, but we have heard and we do meet those people who have become angry with Almighty Allah. Can you become angry? Allah's Nabi said, Allah himself announced to the angel, when I take away the beloved of someone, Sometimes it's the eye of the individual, he goes blind. Sometimes it's his beloved wife, husband, child, father. Then I say to the angel, I want you to listen to what my servant is saying. 
There is one servant and slave who at that moment breaks in anger. And he says, I'm fed up now. Where is he going to go? And there is one servant who says, Inna lillah, I belong to you. Soon as he says, Inna lillah, he can cry how much he wants for his beloved. By Almighty Allah, that sentence, Inna lillah, is called, this is the true praise of Allah. He says, Build for him a palace in my Jannah. It is called Baytul Hamd, the house of the one who really praised Allah. Hardest exam is when death will come in someone. Alladhi khalaq al-mawt. If your beloved has to ever pass away, or on the verge of passing away, then understand you are now being told you'll have to write the answer to a very hard question. This verse must make me and you pass. Before the news comes, if I can read, Alladhi khalaq al-mawta. My Allah created death. لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ to take your exam. أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala. Who will be the most unique in his action? And at that moment the servant must say, My exam is being taken. And he writes as the answer to that question, إِنَّا لِلَّهِ May Allah make us pass that exam. It doesn't happen once. It doesn't happen twice. This is an exam that you will see your beloveds going. No one in the world has come to stay. Anas radiallahu an, he said, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi made dua for him. He must live to a very old age. If me and you live till an old age, what happens? It means me and you will have to see all our beloveds passing on. He said, I myself with my hand buried 70 or so of my children. Either I'm going to go and leave someone crying, or someone's going to go and leave me crying. This world's exam is, death was created as the exam. The devil was going to use death to make me and you angry with Allah. Allah was going to use death to prove who is really Allah. What an exam. خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ And then comes the second exam. hayat. The rest of the surah is on this word. Hayat. And Allah created life to take the exam. Amazing two questions in this paper. Me and you all know when we go in the cover, the angel will ask us our three questions. But at that time, the answers, it will come from the heart. You will not be able at that time to say, let me get ready. In this world, you got the chance to write, quickly put topics, rewrite again. Check up the answer again. Someone in my family passed away. Did I really say what I was supposed to say? Allah, I'm sorry. Let me say it now. You can say, Inna lillah now also and the answer will come right. One question. Amazing the second question is the direct opposite. Hardest question was taken with death. Hardest question was taken with life. Life means comfortable. When everything is going well, in the surah Allah will speak about, he said, look at the sky. الَّذِي خَلَقَ سَبْعَ سَمَاوَاتٍ طِبَاقًا مَا تَرَى فِي خَلْقِ الرَّحْمَانِ مِنْ تَفَاوُتٍ You have entered a world where things stay the same. Look at the sky, look at the sun. Because it rises every day in the same manner. I already know when is Ishraq, when is sunrise, when Tahajjud ends. When I have to go to my shop, majority of the world, when they see things normal, they become abnormal. When they see things normal, they become abnormal. In this surah, Almighty Allah is saying, remember, life is an exam. Life is an exam means when everything is going normal. Can me and you be able to see Allah in what is normal? He says, look at the sky. There are many who looked at the sky. They looked at the sky. They looked at the sky. They never saw the sky opening up and punishment coming down. Because for so many years the sky stayed the same. Today we found the atheist who took that audacity to say there's no sky. And in that university, he teaches this. 
And he will give so many proofs to show there's no sky. The reason is because that sky never opened up for him. A day will come where Allah Tabarakullah says on the day when the sky will split asunder. فَإِذَنْ شَقَّتِ السَّمَاءِ The day when that sky will open and when they will see the arsh of Almighty Allah coming down. On that day the atheist who said there's no sky, he will be the first one shivering in front. How they teach what they teach. The surah said, look at the sky. Because it's so normal, it should not make me abnormal. He said, look at the sky. هَلْ تَرَى مِنْ مَا تَرَى فِي خَلْقِ الرَّحْمَانِ مِنْ تَفَاوُتِ He said, look at the sky and you will see in the creation of Allah no change. فَرْجِعِ الْبَصَرِ Look again. Can you find any cut in the sky? ثُمَّ رْجِعِ الْبَصَرَ كَرَّتَيْنِ Look again, look again, look again. The surah is saying, look at how normal the world is. And in the normalness of the world, recognize your Allah. Because majority, their exam is taken and they fail when everything is going normal. Majority fail when someone passes away or when everything is going normal. When everything is going normal, that's when the child relaxes. That's when the husband relaxes. Rohan who say this, it's not always, it's not always, remember this. One person just made a joke, all the jokes we don't really believe, but it was his joke. Sometimes it could be not always, remember not always. That the wife complained to her friend, my husband took a second wife. So the answer that she gave is that, and she said, but I was such a good girl, I was such a good woman, how could he do this to me? So the answer was, maybe that was your problem, you were too good. He says, because when business is booming well, that's when the man says, I think I'll open another shop. <laughs> so you're doing such a top job, he thought, all the women are like you. So good. Otherwise, why you open another shop? It's not always this, remember this. It's not always, that poor auntie was too good. Look at the sky and see Allah. Because there are some people when life is too good, that's when they don't see Allah. He said, look again and again. Yanqalib ilayka al-basaru Let your eye come back. Meaning a time must come that you get tired of looking. Wahuwa hasir, tired of looking. And you say, amazing Allah. How wonderful is your sky. I'm not finding the crack. And if you are not the one seeing Allah when things are normal, then you become the one who doesn't see Allah just because things are normal. When the atheist took that glass of water and in that seminar he was speaking, trying to explain why there is no Allah. An alim wrote such a nice small waqiyah. He said the water where it came from, how it came, how the cloud was told to lift it, how the cloud was told to bring it, how the cloud was told to send it, how the water had to come in such a speed that it reached the earth but it never harmed the earth. From that high speed when it comes down, if it knocks us, from that speed it's supposed to cause pain. But when I run out in the rain, I just get wet. Do I ever think about if Allah wanted to, it could be painful. Sometimes the hail comes. That's when I think my car is outside. Sometimes the hail comes to say rain could also be so damaging. But Allah holds it up. Some narrations that with every drop an angel is holding it. So it doesn't bang onto the earth. It comes down onto the earth. The water then fell. Then it went into the river, into that stream. It went into the pipes. So much was done. Then that man was giving his lecture. In his lecture he's saying there's no Allah. Then he reaches for that glass of water. That drop says, Oh Allah, allow me to go into that part, that tube with which he breathes. Because he takes your name that you don't exist. And then he wants to drink me. 
But because Allah kept this world so normal that water is told you go normal down the person. But it must not happen when everything is normal, we become abnormal. The surah is what a surah when everything is going well. خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ hayat. He created death and He created life. Everything going so well. So that He can take your exam. As for the one who doesn't want to pass, Aziz, remember Allah is most powerful. Who's going to fight? And as for the one who says, I want to pass myself, I will never give the right answer. And you also will never be able to. To really pass in the court of Allah is beyond us. But to try to pass, Allah says, Al-Ghafoor, Allah is most forgiving. In madrasa we have, when we have exams, in schools I don't know if it happens because, maybe it happens, who knows. But in madrasa because the teacher always says, have mercy on the creation, Allah will have mercy on you. It's the first hadith that's taught to all students. Irhamu man fil ard. Have mercy on those who are on earth. The one in the heavens will have mercy. So sometimes the student in the exam, he doesn't know what the answers are. Some of the students rewrite the questions. They just rewrite the questions. But at the bottom they write there, Irhamu man fil ard. Have mercy on the creation. Allah will have mercy on you. Some of them write, I know I troubled you the whole year. But I'm asking you, make me maaf. <laughs> make me maaf. No teacher will pass. But we have an Allah who said, Al-Ghafoor. That even if you gave all the wrong answers, right at the bottom you're always saying, and I'm sorry. Even then I'll pass you. Even then. But for the one who says, I don't want to pass. Al-Aziz, who's going to fight with Allah? Then again on the next page, Allah Tabarukhtala says, and that's where Morana started reading, and what beautiful reading. Allah Tabarukhtala says, ja'ala It is Allah who made the earth for you so easy to move on. Walk on the shoulder of the earth. A child, when his father puts him on the shoulder, how the child swings and enjoys but the child has to remember my father is holding me. Because if that father lets go, that child's back is going to break. This verse says, enjoy walking on the earth. So nice he made it. Enjoy eating the sustenance of Allah. So easy it will come. But don't forget there's an Allah who you're going back to. A word. Understand, O oh child, your father is under you. That you think everything is stable. Allah then gives two verses to say, that how is it that you're walking so nicely on the earth, now you have reached a time that you're so relaxed, that you have started getting conviction that Allah cannot take me into the earth. Or that Allah cannot send one wind which can just blow me off the earth. Just because everything is going well. And what an example Allah gives. That if the ground has become too comfortable for me and you. And I became the child who forgot that I'm on the shoulder of the father. Just because the father was good at carrying me. So I forgot that my movement on earth is because of my Allah. So Almighty Allah says, then all you need to do, أَوَلَمْ يَرَوْ إِلَى الطَّيْرِ Has man not looked up at the bird? فَوْكَهُمْ صَافَاتِهُ وَيَقْبِضِ That bird as it flies above man. Some of them are flapping, flapping, flapping. Some of them are just gliding without any flap. That bird was supposed to say, man, who's holding me? مَا يُمْسِكُهُنَّ إِلَّا الرَّحْمَانِ No one is holding that bird up but Allah. But Rahman. So when I looked up at that bird and I said, How Allah holds you? Then the bird will reply back to me and Allah is also holding you. But again when things became so normal, 
and the world of atheism opened up its filthy mouth. Then the man who walked on the ground, everything became for him scientific. No such thing called an earthquake by Allah. He said the plates are moving or not moving. What plates? And then why I'm held onto the ground? He said gravity grabbed me. And then when we say, what about the bird? Why the bird is not coming down? Then he said, there is certain currents. Whatever word they said, they looked for any and every way to say, Allah, you're not doing it. And Almighty Allah looked for so many examples to say to me, don't fall for the lie. If you can't see Allah in the sky because it's too normal, then you see Allah when the storm comes down. Then our scientists, what happened? They say, terrible storm. Again, they'll give their own story again. When the entire business is sucked in the ground from the bottom in Jahannam, they'll still be screaming. One plate moved. From the bottom, they'll still. That word Allah can't come on their tongue. Said, if you can't see it in the wonderful sky, then see it when the hail comes. If you can't see it when you're walking on the road, then see it when the bird is flying. مَا يُمْسِكُهُنَّ إِلَّا الرَّحْمَانِ Nothing is holding up that bird but Rahman, a merciful Allah. Nothing is holding me and you up but a Rahman. But if everything is going normal and I lose sight of Allah, Allah, Tabarak Ta'ala, then at the end, أَفَمَيْ يَمْشِي مُكِبَّا عَلَى وَجْهِهِ أَحْدَى That in this world, a Mufassir wrote it so beautifully, he said the walk of a believer and the walk of a disbeliever have to be different. The talk of a believer and the talk of a disbeliever has to be different. The walk of a believer is he walks with his head up. Allah Tabarukullah says you get that man yamshi ala wajhihi. There is a man in this world who is walking upside down. Allah's Nabi said, you will see him on the day of Qiyamah. He will come in front of Allah, his head will be on the ground and his legs will be up. He won't be the clown who's trying to walk funny. He will not be able to walk normal. Ulama have mentioned what you will see in that world is the result of this world. In this world, the disbeliever walks upside down. His talk is upside down. His understanding is upside down. Almighty Allah says, the one who's walking with his head on the ground, Ahada, do you really think he makes more sense and he's walking a more straight road? And another man is one who is walking straight. Very little time, I'll give you one, two examples of what is called walking upside down. Why is it in school and university, the teacher, the student, everyone says you must be critical. And they, every book says you must criticize everything, logical criticism. And from the member I scream out, why don't we criticize? So we say criticize the media. It doesn't make sense, their story. As soon as we say criticize the media, the answer comes. That don't come with your conspiracy theories. Don't criticize the media. Even if it doesn't make sense. Since they said it. One man said it. Two people. Do you tell me 20 professors could be wrong? Don't criticize. Then we say to them, but look at the other side of the story. There's another 20 professors. They say, yeah, but they lying. Only the 20 that the media will put front, you must not criticize. Don't criticize the news. Don't criticize the president's speech. Don't criticize what's taught in school. Don't criticize what's taught in university. But they thought you must criticize. But when they thought you must criticize, they added one thing. You must criticize religion. That's where we went the opposite. How can you criticize something that's divine? So they will say, because it doesn't make sense to me. Now they will say to me, okay, explain the concept of taqdeer. 
Tell me why Allah took away my father. Tell me why Allah brought a problem in my life. Tell me why is it that my neighbor was born as a non-Muslim. So many tell me, tell me, tell me. Finally I will say, I got no answer. So the other will say, that's what I'm saying, you got no answer. Because you got no answer, it means Allah got no answer. That's the whole problem. You asking the wrong person for the answer. I believe in Allah. And you need to believe in Allah. And the world needs to believe in Allah. That Allah doesn't need to answer. Allah in Quran said it so beautifully. La yus'alu amma yaf'al. He must not be questioned about what he does. Wahum yus'alun. Man, you're going to be questioned. But in the school when they say criticize, they say criticize that which is divine. You cannot criticize that which you know the messenger of Allah said because Allah said to him, say it. It can't be criticized. And if they ask us, but does it make sense? The answer is, it's beyond sense. It's not against sense, it's beyond sense. When I can't understand in that world what is called a pretty hur, it's beyond my sense. And then I am told, and beyond that pretty hur, there are things you can't imagine, it's beyond. I at the moment cannot understand how in Jannah, one Gujarati woman will be smiling when she knows her husband is surrounded by 70 whores. I can't understand it. You can't and she can't understand it. Beyond understanding. But we know on that day we all going to understand it. Just because in this world our mind can't reach somewhere. Why in school they taught us if it doesn't come in my small mind, it means it doesn't exist. If it doesn't come on our theory, it's beyond. It doesn't. Why won't they say, let us criticize the book? Let us criticize the author. Why did the author call it a concentration camp? Maybe her marriage never go right. Maybe she married the wrong person. Maybe she was never introduced to call Islam an Islamic marriage. Because she saw a western marriage, she thought the whole world's marriage is a concentration camp. So when she wrote it, she was writing about her. But when we spoke, we spoke about Allah. We spoke divine. They spoke about the mind. The world is told, criticize everyone's mind. Hum rijal wa nahnu rijal. They are men and we are also men. He could be the president, he could be the lawyer, he could be the judge. The other day I was sitting with one friend of mine, he's a lawyer. So he was explaining to me how many cases he's winning, and how he won this case and that case. But as he's explaining to me, the manner he talks also is not the most intelligent. So in my mind I'm thinking that if this is the lawyer who's winning the cases, and this is the judge who understands him because I can't understand him. I know what a unique world. What a unique world. Hum Rijal, he can be called judge so and so, lawyer so and so, professor so and so. They are men and I am also men. Allow me the right to criticize you. But you can criticize me, no problem. But the day you lift up your pen to criticize Almighty Allah, you're going beyond where you're supposed to reach. You haven't reached the sky. Where are you going to go beyond the sky? So Allah Tabarukhara said, there's one who's upside down. And there's one who's walking straight. And then look at the end of this. How the surah ended. That when the final arguments will come between the two parties. The one who's walking upside down. The clown. And the one who's walking straight. Then the clown will scream. Because when he gets angry and I tell him I got no answer, he will say, وَيَقُولُونَ مَتَى هَذَا الْوَعْدُ You're saying to me, Qiyamah. You're saying to me, Punishment. You're saying to me, Jannah. When is all this going to happen? And that's what they are saying. But when I'm saying it so much, they are, they are. I'm not speaking about the non-Muslim anymore. 
I am from the bottom of my heart saying my own and your own children are saying it now. Something is happening in that school or university that is making our own children ask this question. That do you really believe? Because they saw the devil who put something on the other side of the road. It's so close. That they forgot that an Allah is tabarakallati. They will finally say, so when is going to happen? Give me an answer. In kuntum sadiqeen. If you really are truthful, you know what you're talking about. What an answer. Qul ilmu Say to them, answers are by Allah. The knowledge is by Allah. When it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I am only come innama ana nadhirum mubin to give a warning. But I can tell you so much, O people of the world, and O my own nafs. On the day when they will see this coming, the faces of the disbelievers will change. The faces will change. وَقِيلَ هَذَا الَّذِي Then the answer will come. It will be said on this day, this is what you are asking for. Do we really want to make Allah and meet Allah in that manner? That He has to say to us in that manner. You ask, that's your answer. قُلْ أَرَأَيْتُمْ Allah says to the believers, May Allah make me and you the believer. And this becomes our answer, the end of the surah. Say to the people, say to the school, say to the university, say to the environment, say to the western world, say to the media, when they target Islam, wherever they can target Islam, how they target it? They targeted Afghanistan with their missiles, that never worked. They targeted them with their bombers and their cutters, that never worked. Finally, when they went running, they still targeting them. Their writers can't stop writing. But what are they targeting now? You already killed so many women of Afghanistan. You raped so many of them. You killed their husbands. You made their children orphans. You did so much. Now what they're writing? That one poor auntie who can't play cricket. Hey, I'm worried about her. One auntie who can't play cricket. And the whole article will be like, cricket team of Afghanistan. Will the woman be allowed? As though the whole Afghanistan, all of them are cricket player aunties. You worried so much about them. So much. One, twelve aunties you worried about. The whole country you forgot. You killed them, you destroyed them, but that is called targeting. So how are we going to answer? How are we going to answer? They say to that girl, your husband, father just wants you to get married. He never make you a doctor, lawyer, professor, architect. Now he came out mechanic. That one woman became a mechanic. I don't know if you all know about it. In the Abaya, she showed, I'm a mechanic. The king of an Islamic country had to phone her to congratulate her for becoming a mechanic. Wow, you under the car, finally. And she went with the Abaya under the car also. She was given her a coat at least. With the Abaya, she went under the car to say, I have reached where I reached, I can fix a car. You're supposed to get a husband who every time the car troubles buys you a new car. You landed with a problem. Next time he's not, he'll tell you, go under the car. But you're so thrilled about it. But an answer was given, say to that person, who says that you're going to die. If you're not a doctor, lawyer, professor, your husband is going to divorce you after five days. Then what you're going to do? You're going to die. You're going to die in poverty. Allah said, so say to them, okay, no problem, I'll die. Qul ara'aytum, say to them, in ahlakani Allah. Let Allah destroy me. Let's say he'll destroy me. I trusted on my Allah, but he never fulfilled his promise in this world. I got married and he immediately cut me off. The exam is an exam, it can happen, divorce can. But is every girl divorced? But Almighty Allah says, say to them, let's say my Allah destroys me in this world. Let's say I see no good day in this world. Let's say food never comes to me in this world. Let's say every day I'm waiting for that piece of bread, but it's not coming. Let's say it all happens. And in this world I am called, look at that poor guy, look at that poor girl, destroyed. Allah says, say to them, let's say my Allah destroys me in this world. 
Woman Maria, not only me, my friends and my family. Let's say I enter into that era where my house one day resembles the house of Rasulullah sallallahu It becomes a small house. I don't have a smart house. I got a very small house. I stand up and my head hits the roof. I want to make sajda and my head is touching my child, my wife. Someone comes to visit and he says, this is what I told you study how I study. This is what's happening. This is what you were looking for. Unless they say to them, okay, let's say my Allah destroys me in this world. He destroys me and the people with me. I don't get the car I wanted. I don't get the phone I wanted. I don't get the clothing I wanted. I don't get the lifestyle I wanted. Oh, Rahimana. But it's also possible my Allah has mercy on me. And in this world I trusted Him and He gave me the car and He gave me the phone and He gave me the wife. And when we look around us, we are seeing we are all kings. But okay, let's say, look at how Quran is beautiful. Let's say the first thing will happen. Let's say my Allah destroys me in this world. Tell my friend, oh kafir, oh disbeliever, oh the one who's inviting me opposite the road. I will ask you one question. Who is going to save you from the punishment of Allah? You so worried about me in this world that I must play cricket. You so worried. I'm worried about you. That when the devil is going to be with you in Jahannam, you think he's going to ask you, you want a game of cricket? He'll be coming with his bat to bang your head. You'll be running to bang his head. You're so worried about my dunya. I'm worried about your akhirah. When they will say to me and you, that what if Allah doesn't do for you in this world? Our answer will be, but what about you in the year after? That even if Allah does not give me anything in this world, He is Tabarakalladi, He got Lord by Allah. He will give me, why won't He give me? But even if He doesn't in this world, I will pass away after the age of 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 100. But when I pass away, I can either pass away like the wife of Nabi Lut Salam. And I will remain screaming for thousands of years. And every time I scream, the angel says, what's coming is even worse. Or I can pass away like the wife of Fir'aun. Allah says, Allah gives an example of the people of Iman. It was the wife of Fir'aun. She was the princess, she was the queen. Pharaoh was the mightiest of Egypt. She could bath in milk. She could bath in milk. Whatever she wanted, she had. The Dawat of Musa salam came in front. She knew if I take it, I am destroyed in this world. She went for it. إِذْ قَالَتْ عِنْدَكَ بَيْتًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ Allah says, do you remember or remember when she said, will Allah build for me a house by him in paradise? وَنَجِّنِي مِنْ فِرْعَوْنَ وَعَمَلِي She got that house. When they were torturing her, torturing her, torturing her, time came when the torturer said to Pharaoh, the more I'm hitting her, the bigger the smile. Mufassirin write, at that moment Allah opened the skies for her, she saw her place in paradise. That's why the smile came. That's why the smile came. O kafir, who will save you from Allah? قُلْ هُوَ الرَّحْمَانِ آمَنَّا بِهِ وَعَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْنَا Say, He is a most merciful Allah. I believe in Him. We believe in Him. We trust Him. As for you, فَسَتَعْلَمُونَ مَنْ هُوَ فِي ظَلَالٍ مُبِينَ A day will come where you're going to realize who was really off the track. May Allah make it. I don't follow that way. I be the one who pulls those back again. The surah must pull me that I don't cross the road too fast. And it must make me a da'i that I can pull the one who wants to cross the road. With my hand, may Allah make my hand your hand. I can pull our own children, our own families. We can pull the non-Muslims that live around us. So many of them are running on that road. And daily that thing is just smashing them into pieces. Whoever we can pull back. 
pull that person back and say it's all happening by Allah. Started the surah. فَسَتَعْلَمُونَ مَنْ هُوَ فِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ was the second last verse of the surah. That soon you're going to realize who got it and who lost it. Allah Tawarukala bless us. This is munjiya. This is waqiya. This message can enter into our hearts. 30 verses will create a change in our life. Even a few verses. خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ He created death. وَالْحَيَاتَ And life to take our exam. May Allah make us all pass in the exam. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا وَنِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ